To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. And with us now for the first time this year, we have our finance minister, Nicola Willis. Hi, Nicola. Hi. Happy New Year. What do you get up to? Happy New Year to you too. I've had a great break. Uh, we went to Riversdale back in the Wadadapa with the kids. They did surf life-saving. We were in and out of the sea. It was brilliant. Are you looking forward to getting back to work so you can get away from them? I've been back at work for a couple of weeks. And look, I loved the, the good time with the kids. But I love my job as well. And aren't I lucky I can combine the two? Now, but seriously, which one's harder? Because this is one of the things you learn when you become a mum. And I'm only new to this, Nicola. You've been in this for years. You've got four of them. But it's bloody yeah. hard work over summer. Which is harder, do you reckon, the job or the children? Well, do you know what? My husband and I sat next to each other on the deck at one point and just having chatted for an hour and we said to each other, you know what, this job is getting easier. Our kids oh, yeah. are older now, our youngest is eight, then 10, 12 and 13 and they're a little bit more independent, able to look after themselves. So my message to you, Heather, is if you're exhausted after looking after a toddler all summer, it will get easier oh, over time. Okay, so they stop trying to kill themselves at some point. Um, did you do any <laughs> summer reading or, or watching? I've already recommended Ted Lasso. Have you got anything to recommend? Um, well, I read some New Zealand literature, which our Minister for Arts and Culture, Paul Goldsmith, is proud of me for. Yeah. Um, I, I read a book called Greta and Balden, which I recommend, and a book by, called Lioness by Emily Perkins. Oh, yeah. They were great. I tried to use that part of my brain. Mm. I then did a huge amount of reading of briefings from my officials, <laughs> but I think it's important to, to balance that out with a bit of fiction. I have actually heard Lioness is quite good. I think we'll skip the cabinet papers ourselves. Now, um, the Wellington water situation, right? Do you guys suspect that the councils in Wellington are not spending enough to maintain the pipes? We'll put it this way, Heather. Uh, I'm advised that last year when they Wellington Water said, look, we need around $10 million to do our maintenance. Wellington City Council only saw fit to give them two. That means that only about a kilometre of pipes received the maintenance work that was needed. And if uh, Wellingtonians were asked this, I'd say they always seem to find the money for a new cycle way. Mm -hmm. They always seem to find the money for the things they like, like buying back Reading Cinema. Why can't they find the money for the pipes? Can you order them to spend more money on the pipes? Uh, no, but what we can do is require information from them about how they are exercising their duties. Minister Brown on Friday last week uh, wrote to them using his powers to request information on what they're doing to deal with the water leaks and the issues that are occurring because other uh, councils in the region have been giving him that information and have been contributing more uh, to the maintenance of their pipes. So he's asking for more information. If we get into a water emergency situation, uh, then there are more powers at that point. So, so um, what what happens with the power? What powers do you get in that point? Well, if the water regulator declares a water emergency, uh, then they have the power to step in. And I think at that point, it would be Wellingtonians saying, uh, actually, are our council up to it, that they've allowed the situation to occur? Can the water regulator then order them to spend more money on the pipes? Uh, 
Well, look, I'd have to talk to Minister Brown about what happens at that point. But Mm. at that point, we as a government, I can confirm, would take it very, very seriously. Because you do, I mean, you do have one ace up your sleeve, right, which is that you can bring in the Crown Observers or you can put commissioners in place to actually make sure that the money is spent on it. Uh, Yes, those are powers that are available to the government. It could send in a Crown Observer if it was concerned about the way in which the council was discharging its duties. And obviously, a water emergency would be the sort of event that could trigger that. Did you see the email that the Clerk of the House has sent to staff? Look, I've read reporting about this today. uh, And... Of course, you you are aware that before Christmas we kicked off an exercise across government where we wrote to agencies asking them to look for savings in the back office bureaucracy uh, and the Office of the Clerk was on that list. I'd note that the Clerk of the House was also on the list for savings that the previous government uh, had put together. They had also identified that that was an agency that would have to provide savings as part of their baseline reduction exercise. So we've done that. Obviously, no decisions have been taken. Uh, We're just asking everyone to see, are there things that you could do more efficiently? Are there savings that are available? Because ultimately, the taxpayer is paying for everything you do. So think wisely about every dollar you spend. So what he said is, uh, the proposed budget reduction will diminish the service that we can provide in our support of Parliament. I remain very concerned that the executive, which is you guys, can effectively limit the work of the legislature by reducing its funding. What he's essentially accusing you of is limiting how much work they can do, presumably to help the opposition and whatnot, to hold you to account by limiting the funding. Is that what you're doing? Well, no, because we haven't taken any decisions. All we've asked for is, do you have any areas yeah. where you could make efficiencies or make savings, put those proposals up to us, and any final decisions would be made by ministers. Look, Heather, if we thought uh, that the proposals were going to impede democracy in any way, I know ministers would take that very seriously and would be highly reluctant how to you, agree to those reductions. How do you reductions. feel about how hostile these guys in the Wellington Public Service, which is essentially what this is, are towards you guys? Well, look, my view is that every agency uh, will defend what they're doing and should be able to point to reasons why it's really important. But we have been elected as a government, in part, I think, by New Zealanders, because they can see that the government has been wasting money, that it has been spending too much money while New Zealanders have been having to make do with less. So we've got a clear mandate and we're asking government agencies to work with us. And I can tell you, a number of them have already come to us with significant savings that are possible. So I'm confident we'll deliver on our plan. What do you make of the EV owners complaining that they'll be paying too much if you introduce the RUCs uh, on the 1st of April? Oh, I just think that this is about fairness and equity. Everyone who's got a vehicle and uses the road should be contributing to its maintenance. And this is just about fairness. Whether you're paying for it through your petrol or through your ruck, you should be making a contribution. Nicola, thank you so much. I appreciate your time. That's Nicola Willis, our finance minister. For more from Heather Duplessy Allen Drive, listen live to News Talk ZB from 4 p.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.